Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of For Your Run. Blair is with me. I am Sean. Yes. I switched it up. <laughs> you did. I wasn't ready. <laughs> oh, a zinger. Whoa. Whoa. The podcast world has been shaken at its very foundation. <laughs> Blair, tell me, how is everything? Let's just go into it. This intro could be 75 minutes. Just boom. Everything. Go. Oh, nobody... Nobody's interested in that. Um, everything right. is everything is great. Um, still trying to navigate work slash parenting slash parenting middle schooler slash all the extracurricular activities, including flag football, karate, and Cub Scouts. Were oh, you a scout? Oh, now you've really okay. <laughs> I, I was. You asked. I was a Cub Scout and a Boy Scout. And let's just be, I'm going to, listen, this is no shade at the Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts. I hated every single minute. Did you really? Wow, that's really encouraging. (laughs) Um, Mostly it was just because it was infringing on the time that I liked to spend by myself doing my own things. Because that was after school or after something. And I just... I was kind of a keep to myself kid, so I wasn't overly subscribing to more social interaction at that time. I see. I see. Okay. Understood. The real silver lining for me, which isn't really a silver lining to say at all, (laughs) is that my seasonal allergies showed up as I became a Boy Scout, and that's what got me out of being a Boy Scout. Got it. Um, We went camping. The first like Boy Scout camping trip we went on. Yep. (laughs) Uh, It was in a forest in May while trees and leaves were growing and fields were growing. And I'm allergic to all of those things. We hadn't fully discovered that yet. So great. My dad and I went camping with all the other Boy Scouts. I didn't much want to be there. I'm also kind of allergic to smoke. So the campfire. Oh, my goodness. Perfect. Yeah. And at about 2 a.m., I woke my dad up and said, I don't feel so well. And he thought I was playing a whole ruse. Sure. He turned on a flashlight and my eyes were almost totally swollen shut. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, he, at that moment, realized that his life could be in my mother's hands if he didn't act upon said circumstances. So we got the hell out of camping. And yeah. that's pretty much when that all ended for me. And uh, yeah, so... Allergies were a real blessing in my mm-hmm. life. Um, I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, yeah. so I, I wasn't actually the one seeking out additional things to do. Um, I felt that our schedule was full enough <laughs> <laughs> with um, two separate football leagues and karate. But right. my youngest, apparently the man who came in to give the presentation about Cub Scouts, mm. like spoke directly to him in a way that uh-uh. this was not an opportunity that he could live without. Wow. So we are um we being me (laughs) (laughs) are sacrificing to learn the ins and outs of scouthood so yeah that that we have meetings on mondays and uh, we'd be going to the second one okay tomorrow so that well um (laughs) i am of no help to this no it's okay i've learned i'm learning some lingo about like a din and a pack and like a troop and yes you know he's Um, actually super excited for the camp event in october which is like fall slash halloween related mm -hmm. and really expressed interest in archery (laughs) okay okay archery you know bows and arrows okay i'm from the beach (laughs) (laughs) 
all I really remember, and this is just odd that I, I was trying to summon, what do I remember? And really all I remember is that sometime I was a Weeblo and that's yeah, what one of the okay. phases of yep. being one of those is. Uh -huh. And I, I, that happened. Um, <laughs> And that's really all I have to contribute. Uh, yeah, I don't to that. remember which type of animal we are. It's like an animal based on like your grade level. So like yeah, eighth yeah. grade level. So I believe the Weeblo could okay. be around like fourth or fifth grade. So we're okay. not there yet, but yep. I don't actually remember what animal we are. Yeah, don't remember much else. Just that I was okay. a Weeblo at one yep. point. So well, that really- So you're welcome everyone for this again, this intro about things yes. that you didn't yeah. know you needed to <laughs> learn about or have used in your brain. But yeah, yeah so scouts, everyone, scouts. Sure. If you have have any feedback I'm, I'm willing to accept and learn about it because I, yes. I feel like I was the only female there <laughs> I, I, yeah yeah, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. so in yeah. perfect pivot form we yep. are today talking to someone who doesn't just drop pointless facts she in fact drops tons of logical well-spoken yes uh, you know articulate facts about yes. running and life yes. and all of that yep. Um, yep. it is Andrea you mm -hmm. know her on IG as Rundria21. Yep. And she, uh, she is just a tour de force of running. And I know we're all in a bit of a heavy season and we get into that a little bit, but yep. um, she's yep. been a constant source of inspiration to me and just how she pushes through mm -hmm. even on some of the worst days, which... Yep. Um, is just a real testament to, to the type of runner she is. Yeah. And uh, we talk about all that stuff, marathoning and fueling and general life. Cause you know, that sometimes plays she just a small role. She also understands the issues of trying to get children yes. to all the places. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, hang around until the end. We get yes. to talk with her about Katie, which um, yep. is an incredibly important thing that mm -hmm. she gets in on for us and yep. uh, just helps us better understand it. So yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, Very I grateful. agree. And with all of that being said, Cub Scouts, Weeblos, Boy Scouts, Rundria, it's time to go onward. <laughs> and that's all I've got for you. So it's enough. It's more it, than enough. Let's go. Yeah. Here we go. Off we go. Enjoy some time with Andrea. For today, everyone, we've got audio and we are accomplished. That's right. <laughs> got it. We're done. Yeah. yeah. No, seriously, I could do that. I, I'm celebrating like the tiniest of things. So like, you know, audio nice. worth a celebration, worth a, worth a clap, everybody. <laughs> Everyone. It's the little things. It's the little, little battles. Mm -hmm. It's all the mm -hmm. battles. Yep. The first couple episodes, Andrea, we fully celebrated every time Blair and I could even hear each other in our ears. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah well, you know, it's the little things. As hey, the year, I'm all about it. Yeah. As the year has gone along, I feel like amidst the heaviness we're just needing to find like tiny joyful celebratory moments in just what seemed trivial before but is now no longer trivial <laughs> exactly exactly so sound being one of them hey the gift That's of right. sound everyone <laughs> listen here everyone mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep how are you um i'm good i'm good i'm like we just got home from soccer mom uh, duty here. So I'm like kind of scattered, but good. I'm good. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sean and I were just talking about how you and I both have a 
number of children that have been enrolled in multiple extracurricular activities and we are yes. trying to somehow figure out how to get all the humans where they need to be. <laughs> yes. It takes yeah. a village, but man, I tell you what, whew, I feel like it's a whole job, a whole other job on top mm -hmm. of my job and mm -hmm. everything else. It's like getting the right kid to the right place at the right <laughs> time. Right. I love when yep. I look at my schedule, I'm like, no, I don't look at my schedule because I know it. I know where everybody has to be and what time. And then I get there and it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh -huh. Mommy, I'm going to apologize to your teacher that we're 15 minutes late. Mom thought she knew where she was going and what time it was supposed to happen. And she's wrong. So, sorry. So, that's always yeah. fun. Yeah. So, no, that's, that's definitely a fun one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's happened mm -hmm. a number of times where I think I have an appointment and no one called to confirm, but it's clearly there. So, it's happening. Right. And then I go and it's like your tomorrow well i didn't take tomorrow off <laughs> exactly i locked it into my brain so let's see where when can you fit me in because now is now no you can't do it now <laughs> oh this is why we make those appointments and mm. put them in our phone and then never check them never never again yeah. i got it i got it right up here in my brain yes yes well and to uh, even to even speak to the timing anxiety of everything <laughs> for um like the last 10 minutes, I was like, part of Kansas is not in central time. Oh, no. <laughs> no. But I was we like, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure that she's not in that part of Kansas. No. But my brain like, loves to give me the what can go wrong will go wrong. And I was like, uh, this could be not the time that Andrea <laughs> shows up. <laughs> That's okay. We would have totally pivoted and been just fine. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Just pivot. Just pivot. Yeah. No, those are those uh, people close to Colorado, a little bit closer to Colorado that right. are on that other time zone. So, oh, yeah. That's so interesting to me that a state, I mean, I know Florida has the same thing, but <laughs> yeah, I never go to the panhandle that much, but yeah. Well, it's so interesting. It, I think the hardest part is like, you know, um, people that play each other the small towns that play each other um because they're in two different time zones even though they're you know not that far away and so then like planning game time and everything they have to make sure they're all on the same time schedule so that sounds like a mess to me so that sounds anyway. like a nightmare yeah. i don't want to be yeah. in charge of that <laughs> Just, I would mess that up. <laughs> one more added layer of chaos into the already chaotic thing of scheduling the kids for all the things. I just Oh yeah. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Yes. No way. I uh you're reminding me we have um we have an employee in our office that works remotely in Australia. So when we were all sure. in the office, oh, wow. there was um <laughs> this is how we did it. We printed out like seven eight by 11 sheets of paper and they were called marco time <laughs> so like we would know when marco was awake and when we actually could speak with him but yeah um, they just like spanned across the entire wall of the office like it was like those clocks in airports like what time is it in london it's like what yeah. time is it where marco is what is the difference in time do you remember um it's like 13 hours oh, so wow. it's it was 15 from kansas yeah from the midwest it's 15 hour time difference yeah so like he would be getting up at 6 a.m to talk with us at 4 p.m so oh wow not that not sounds wonderful. terrible <laughs> yeah yeah poor yeah. guy oh my goodness 
So you've managed to so far navigate your Sunday of activities. So far. And, yeah. <laughs> so, so bravo, far. Bravo Thank for you. that. Thank and you. you so this is just where we are in life, Andrea. Blair and I were like, what what marathon are you training for right now? <laughs> I guess I don't ever really share that, do I? Or at least I could read. I was like, I can't read. No, 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 I guess I I don't share those things. Those are secret, just in case. Um, No, um, I'll just add a large beep to your answer and then we can context clues for everybody to try and figure it out. Actually, I was the plan was to run, there's a local um, marathon. Well, local, it's in Manhattan, Kansas, which is where K-State is. Um, And so it's what we call when we go to town. So if you're from a small town Uh and you live outside, Uh you know, so whenever you go into the bigger city, which, you know, in a big city, it would just be like we're a suburb of Manhattan kind of type of thing. But we always say we're going to town. So anyway, we go to town (laughs) and there is a marathon there that's really beautiful. it's like, it's on a kind of a little bit of a trail and it's, it's by, um, a, a big lake. Um, it's, it's gorgeous and it's shaded and fantastic, but then it just ended up that that day is the exact same day as a cross country meet. Um, oh, and so no. I was like, yeah, do I coach? No, I'm just kidding. So then I kind of do it. <laughs> so, um, there's one the next day in Wichita, Kansas. Um, it's. I think it's, this is how, this is how, um, professional I am. I think it's called the Prairie Fire, but I could be wrong on the name. <laughs> I don't really know. I do know that's there's fun. marathon on October 11th and I am going to that one. Uh, so that's what I've been training for. I'm going to look sure it up now. I hope it's called there the Prairie Fire. There you go. I think it's called the Prairie Fire. <laughs> that sounds great. I can't wait. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. That's how professional I am. People are like, so when is, I'm like, I don't know. I think it's at this nope. time that, you know, it's like two days before and they're like, so what's the course like? I'm like, I don't really know. No, you're when right. It is. Fall Prairie Fire Marathon on Sunday, October 10th. <laughs> yes. Yes. There you go. There you go. Okay, right. Let's see I, what we can find out. I want to see yeah. the medal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Check we're going to go ahead and we're, we're going to go ahead and explain this marathon <laughs> to you, Andrea. Yeah, can you go ahead and just research it for I do know what day it is. I do know it's a qualifier for Boston. Um, that seems the most important part anyway. And those are the two things I was looking for. Perfect. Uh, Cuz I'd already started training for it. Of course I start training for things. Um and my coach is like, <laughs> "Okay, so let's get this in there." You know, I don't I'm like, "Oh, that's going to be a future me kind of situation." Um and she's like, okay, so what marathon are we training? For? Like, what, what's the day again? And I was like, yeah, I better look at that real quick. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. then I was looking at it. I was like, uh-oh. So now I have a cross-country meet on that same day. So we were looking for other ones. And this is one day later. So it wouldn't mess up what I've already been sure. training for and that kind of thing. So anyway, oh. and then a couple of weeks later, I sign up for it and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Um, I'm one of those people, you know, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed your post of like, I decided to sign up for the marathon I'm training for. I like that. Yeah. 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 I've been training for months, but I'm going to sign up and actually register for this one. It's totally fine. It is totally fine. That really speaks to my like 
inner anxious self-doubt self of like, I will train for it, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm committing to it. Something right. <laughs> <laughs> may come up and that's a lot of money. So, you know. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So it's a double loop course design. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'll mind that. Yeah. Nope. It says it's fast and exciting. You get to run it in did. the old town district. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. It sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things happening, so it sounds great. Yeah. I, really, I wanted to see the metal, but I don't see it. So maybe it's it has. Like, I'm sure it's got some fire on it. It did. So that's why I wanted to see yeah. if there was something cool with it. <laughs> I'll show it to you once I get it. Okay. All right. Oh, I'll be ready. I'll be ready for it. All right. <laughs> I will tell you too, Andrea. You are not. Um, you are not alone in the hilarity of living in a place where people say they are going to town. <laughs> I, I grew up in a place where that is still said. And it's not yeah. only that. We also say we're going over the mountain to go to town because there's <laughs> only one mountain, apparently. Um, so you have to go over the mountain to go uh -huh. to town. Now, where I currently live, I still have to go to town. So none of that has changed. Um, so I'm with you. I, yeah. we are still constantly in the lingo of, I have to go to town. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I grew up in like, I grew up in Omaha, Nebraska. So we grew up in a larger city. And so I never, ever in my life thought I would be the person that says, I'm going, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm going to town and, and then here we are. So, yeah. Yeah. Like we were the stereotypical like eighties television show of like the blizzard's coming. We have to go to town. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. To get bread and milk. Uh -huh. <laughs> the blizzard Laugh, has come and now we can't go to town. <laughs> now I hope yes. we have enough to make yes. it through. And so. it was such a secluded town that there was like a blizzard of 93 or 94 here where we got four and a half feet of snow. And my dad rode a snowmobile a couple That's of miles cool. to like a convenience store to get bread and milk. So like, nice. and I remember my sisters and I were all in the window of our living room watching him leave of like, go dad, go. Like he went down our driveway and like, and was just gone for like three hours and there weren't cell phones at that time. So my mom was just like, he'll be back when he's back. I'm sure and he's fine. <laughs> yeah. Cause we couldn't go find him. No. Not happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like, you were, man, you were I, I sure hope that bread comes back. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, makes whatever, but where's the bread? The, right. I'm hungry. Right. Now. And, and it better not longer. be frozen. Right. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to need it fresh. <laughs> when did bread oh. and milk become the thing that we needed in an emergency though? <laughs> and it hasn't changed. It no, hasn't changed at all. It hasn't. But I think it's just funny that that is like the, mm -hmm. the emergency food item. Yeah. I mean, COVID kind of put it on its head when everyone went toilet paper crazy. Oh, my, oh my goodness. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was new. It's like the last thing on my mind. I was like, where is yeah. the, the chocolate and the candy? Yes. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Priorities. Priorities. Walking, walking into a grocery store and having someone like guarding toilet paper is not something I ever thought I'd see in my life. But No, definitely not. What a world we live in. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. So... I was um, obviously, because I talk to you as often as I can, yes. um, but I've been tracking all of your running and we've been talking with so many other people just about 
I am glowingly referring to it as the season of running that I'm in. And uh, you've probably heard Blair and I joke about trash halves and all of that good time. Um, So I know that you have just kind of not been feeling like the runs are hooking up. But before I start asking questions, I wanted to give you what I love to give other people, which is the Sean 30,000 foot account of who you are from my perspective, um, <laughs> okay. which, right. which, which is that, um, the first week or two that I started following you, you one get up way too early to run for my standards. <laughs> um, two you, and I've gotten way better about <clears throat> the whole measuring yourself stuff, but you are this, uh, sneakily fast runner with hilarious outlooks on your miles. And despite the fact that Boston continues to be incredibly rude to various friends of mine on IG, um, you just the fact that you continue doing the long runs and continue asking yourself to show up for those things even when you amend them, um, my body, I know that I am not the same person as you, but you, um, my, my landscape perspective on you has always been that you are quite the badass woman. So despite whatever running is telling you right now, um, I know that it's just an odd season and I've talked with Brenna and a couple other people we've already talked to on the podcast just about marathon training in itself is mentally, mm-hmm. hello, I'm difficult enough. But you started a new teaching job and did that in this wonderful thing we call COVID. <laughs> um, and teaching in itself is, I'm sure, hard enough, especially when you change jobs. And then all of the other stress that loves to just mildly show up in our lives, like did I take the right kid to soccer and all that? (laughs) So I just, from my perspective, I just wanted to tell you that I know that it's a bit of a silly season and everything's not necessarily hooking up, but I have tons of optimism for you because I have through the last couple of years of talking with you and following you along this whole journey. I know that you go through little undulations of these things and then things do come back around but I also wanted to say that I know it's also incredibly heavy mental silly season. So mm-hmm. I know you've been in some difficult places, but I think that that's not unnatural. So I think you're doing amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. This, I would say, um, I, I really try to be honest about all my training and my runs just because yeah. I feel like I want it is, it is not easy. It is not easy, um, to be training and it's, it's easy to get caught up in everything, um, with it. And just to always reevaluate, like, am I doing this? Cause I want to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Am I doing this? Cause I like it. Yeah. Um, Uh and I recently got asked because you know, I've, if you know anything about me, you know, I've struggled with my hamstring on and off and on and off and on and off for, I, I, I can't even remember the last time it felt good to be honest. Um, 
Um, and so I was asked like, you know, would you, if you could take more days off and run less days, um, so that you can recoup this and this and the other, like, would you do that? Like you can still run less and still get the same gains, but would, and I, I was like, well, no, (laughs) no, I wouldn't honestly, because I can't work out and I can do other things. And I do plan hopefully after this marathon to cut back a little bit and just, um, I don't know, not reevaluate, but just let my body kind of have some moments. I don't Mm -hmm. think that it's had some moments. Um, you know, I was pregnant with my son and I trained throughout my entire pregnancy. And then, you know, 11 days after having him, I was training for Boston and I haven't really stopped since. And I feel like, um, it's just been a, a lot. And so, I've had some really amazing things in that time and, and a lot of, um, PRs and ran my first ultra well, technical ultra and all that kind of stuff. So there's been some really awesome highlights, but, um, I think with just everything and just training so much, my body is just like, yo, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've hit a yeah. wall. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. just, we're just talking about that. Like yeah, uh-huh. this, uh, <laughs> this season of life in the last, I don't know, almost two years, it's, it's different than anything we've navigated before. And so when you are adding that stressor on top of other stressors that are just part of, you know, life and then training stressors, like there's just only so much that our bodies can handle, um, at any given time. Um, and just knowing, yeah, I feel like, you know, you can run and train and, and for, for fun. And I'm not saying I'm not doing that, but to get the paces that you want to get, um, and to train and to, to get faster. Yes. Um, there's a lot that goes into that, that, Mm -hmm. you know, other than time, you know, other than waking Mm -hmm. up super early in the morning, you've got to think about how much water you drink, how much you eat, how much of this you eat. And it, it, it's a lot on top of getting your kids where they need to go and (laughs) teaching a bunch of third graders and, you know, all of those things that also go into your day. I just feel like, man, my brain is fried. My brain Mm -hmm. is so Mm -hmm. fried um, and exhausted from all of it together. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think the time in the season this time around, plus this hamstring nagging me right now is just another added stressor Mm -hmm. sure yeah to it because you kind of wake up going like all right what's it going to be like today Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. how is it going to go um and so that added stress inside of it is just a lot so um yeah i i don't know i i wouldn't say that this training season has gone poorly Mm -hmm. um i just would say that a lot of my long runs where i would like to feel strong (laughs) have felt really not strong. And when yeah. you're going in, you know, you got three weeks till marathon time and you're dogging it, uh, it, it puts some doubt in your brain. And, um, I trust my coach and yeah. Um, yeah. she's gotten me through and, and we've done a lot together. And so I, I trust that. And I also know if, if I don't, you know, qualify, I can still, I have to remind myself, I guess that mm-hmm. I'm fairly new to the marathon game. Yeah. And 
there's many, many people that have raced many, many marathons and are not PR'd every time. Mm -hmm. And for me, like, that's really hard for me to wrap my head around, but it doesn't mean that I'm failing. Like each race, each marathon has a different course and different weather and different everything. And so, um, yeah, so, so I need to just remember that because, you know, I, I put that extra pressure on myself. Um, that's not needed, first of all. And second of all, like, I have to remind myself that most people don't run, you know, so Marathon. many marathons and, yeah. <laughs> and, and qualify for Boston. And, yes. and you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, um, yeah I, I, I'm trying to, but I can't say I'm doing a good job at it. But I, uh, those are things I should, those are things I should remember. <laughs> but you're still working on it. Yeah, so that counts. Yeah. It still counts yeah. that you're still working on it. And it is frustrating <laughs> when you work so yeah. hard and you yeah. are not hitting a pace that you are striving for. It can be defeating yeah. and it can make you feel like, what else could I be doing or should I be doing? And yeah, I think that things that you just said about remembering that this is a hard race, is a hard distance to do, but you're doing it, you know? Yeah. It, so. Yeah. A marathon's I mean, a mar- marathon, regardless. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a marathon is finishing marathon, you know? And yeah. um, so that's the first thing. And then, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. It's just frustrating because you put so much time and energy mm-hmm. into it. And I have, like, I've been trying to alter my diet and just add in um, better components so I feel stronger throughout my runs and mm-hmm. how to feel for my runs because I have, in the past, done nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel as then. Yeah. Um, nothing. Uh, I, have, uh, I take no water. Uh, so, uh, I've been trying to add those things in. Um, I, you know, Sean and I kind of joked about how my interview would be what no one should do, obviously, uh, in training <laughs> for these things, because I just have a lot of bad habits and a lot of bad things that not bad, but just like a lot of things that I've just, um, done I don't like carry I'm lazy like I don't like carrying water bottles so I don't I don't I don't do it so then I yeah. don't get water you know what I mean so right. I've yeah. slowly adapted on making like smaller loops to my car yeah um, all those kinds of things but before it's like oh I can't be bothered with this like yeah I can't one I, more I just thing I hate yeah. like holding stuff and um so then while I just it, while it might be you saying it's your stuff I am the same person, yeah, Andrea, which is why it was so there. funny. Right. Like, yeah, I have had to be really stubborn with, I don't need water or <laughs> I don't need to stretch or yeah, because I get these super goofy, positive affirmations of people who are exceptionally unique. Like I have a couple of people that are like, sub three hour marathoners and they run 70 miles a week. And someone asks, what are you, what are you doing to make yourself? So, and he's like, um, well, I run and, um, (laughs) and then I walk back to my house and, um, I eat something. (laughs) So I'm not necessarily, and you can see that stuff and go, well, okay. So it works for some people, so it can work for me. And, but I'm, through this podcast, genuinely, I am getting a lot better equipped at being like, I am not anybody else. So I probably just have to quit being really, really stubborn to the point that I have to do some of these things. And that's what Blair and I were talking about is um, I'm literally at a point where I think I'm going to 
not run for like a week for the first time in a couple of years. Yeah. Because I've just been ignoring things. Like I think I pissed my foot off like a year and Mm -hmm. four months ago. And I've just been like, it is angry when I run, but (laughs) it's just angry. And I'll just continue to manage that. And some days it feels great. And I think I've turned a corner and then the next day it's really pissed. And I realized that it wasn't different at all. Um, and I've been mentally really hard on myself too, in a much mm-hmm. different capacity than you for sure. Cause I'm not in a situation where I'm asking for paces or anything. I am in a situation where I mentally feel heavy and I'm just asking myself to do the miles, which mm-hmm. to what you said earlier has become less about fun miles and more about, I just have to go do them. Mm-hmm. And that's right. I mean, Kaylee is like, the PhD of our running community about if it's not making me happy, then I need to figure out why it isn't. And uh, I'm right there too. I mean, I have run and run and run to a point where literally the last couple of nights I've been laying in bed and being like, I don't think I want to run tomorrow. And that's a new feeling. The fact that my mind has gotten me to that point, which I'm just as mentally stubborn as you in that capacity. If my mind is being like, I don't want to do that now, then something has crossed a serious threshold. So yeah, yeah, weird place. Yeah. But so I, uh, what things, what things have you started? Like, so one I'll say, right. One of my favorite things of yours is like your post long run mega gulp. Um, (laughs) I, I love I love that. That I'm, hits I'm differently gonna, after a long run. That, I mean, it hits. just. Oh, baby, I tell you what. <laughs> it has to be even fountain. It's got to be a fountain. Yeah. And I yes. just. 44 yep. ounces of goodness. Just, it tastes yes. so good. It just, I just, I'm like, pace yourself. Pace yourself. Because otherwise, <laughs> I'll just like, I'll just drink it so fast because it's just delightful. It's, it it's is. so good. It yeah. is. It hits so That's different. That's my post race, too. Like anytime I race. Mm-hmm. I, the first thing I want is a soda. Mm-hmm. And it has to be a fountain soda, not fountain a bottle, soda. not a can. Uh, yeah. Fountain. Yeah. Fountain. <laughs> I can understand that. I can understand And make that. it triple large. Like I want to be able to, ha- I have to like, uh-huh. I want like, to swim in it. <laughs> and easy on the ice. I don't want, I don't want a lot of water down. No, I want to no. up my soda space, just a little bit of ice, <laughs> lots of soda, two hands to grab it. That's the size of soda I need. Yeah. That's right. We're, we're yeah. on to all of them, Andrea. We're not going to let them water down our soda with all that. That's ice. right. I'm always like, no, I don't want more ice. <laughs> then all I have is like two slurps and it's gone. Right. No, right. give me Six, just soda yeah. and teens of ice. Thanks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't want 16 ounces of soda and a slushy. I wanted <laughs> 40 exactly. ounces of soda. Yeah. And also I'm not going to drink it so slow that I need you to, I, I'm going to drink it. I don't need it to stay cool. You know what I mean? Like, for a I'm long period of time. Now. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm not prolonging this, this experience. Exactly. Come on people. Let's go. Right. <laughs> no rookie soda drinker. Don't, don't put no. ice in there. Seasoned no. soda veteran over here. That's right. Yeah, exactly. You should, you should add that to your IG bio. I Seasoned think we're going to. Yeah. This is about running all my running stuff. I drink a ton of soda and I'm, prefer- I'm a professional soda drinker. So That's okay. Yeah. Just so we're clear, Andrea, as yes. I have earlier said that I see other people doing things and I'm like, yeah, sure. Your, your binge soda has allowed me to be like, yeah, I'm going to have the soda because Andrea has the soda. So she's given me the permission to, to go. You're in. welcome. You're, yeah. And other things I've permitted you to not yes. to stop doing. Just <laughs> one leg. 
just roll one leg just and the then one out of there. just yeah the one. your favorite leg right. that day right. the one you like the most the one the one that works the, the hardest gets that's right today. that's right i'm gonna roll you leg if you cooperate you get come on buddy <laughs> i've only got time for one one leg roll today you're it buddy yeah and don't uh, forget you have to have just enough time to capture that one ig photo of pure agony yeah that's my favorite that's my yes. real favorite yeah Hey, you got to keep it real. Okay. This is not a highlight. This is real life. Exactly. Which is what most of us are going through, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Exactly. More often than not. What time are you normally getting up to run? And I'm going to cringe, but I'm going to ask anyways. You know, it's not too bad. Um, Probably like around, well, let's see. I'm a dog. I have turned into like the biggest other. Like when I first used to wake up in the morning, I would like my alarm would go off. I would be wearing my like running clothes I was gonna mm-hmm, wear. Mm-hmm. And then I'd hop out of bed and get my socks on, drink my pre-drink, and you know, grab my stuff and get out the door like ready to go. And <clears throat> now in my old age, <laughs> like, <laughs> my alarm goes off. And I lay there for a hot minute, like, okay, Why here we go. Like, what, what is my workout? Like, what yeah. do I have to do today? Like, that's my first thought. And then I yeah. check the weather. Right. <laughs> and then I get ready. And that process takes, like, probably 40 minutes. minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm yes. like, I need 40 minutes just to get myself out the door. Um, yeah. So anyway, so I wake up, like, around like four 15 or so that I usually hurts. try to be, try to be running by 5. AM. Um, depending on my that workout, hurts. sometimes I have to go earlier. Um, but yeah, try to. Whew. Yeah, I know. So Sean and I are not the best morning humans. <laughs> yeah. Great you know, aspirations. To, be, to be honest, I, I haven't always been, um, but there's just really, I'm not a night person. Yeah. I'm not a night person or a morning person. I'm just like that. <laughs> just a, I'm present in, my, in the day. <laughs> I am here, but it's really hard for me once I get home after everything is said and done for yeah. my day. Yeah, that's what we were just talking about. Like, I like to have a, a solid whatever minutes I get once my kids are asleep mm-hmm. um, yeah. to just do nothing and watch really crappy TV shows mm-hmm. and and lay there and eat popcorn or watermelon or whatever and, um, oh. and do nothing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And so yes. I just yes, need I do. That, that hot minute. I don't want to, I don't want to then head back out and run after that. No, so no. some people can do that in, in the evenings, but for me, it's like, my body is done. It's mm-hmm. done. It doesn't want to do anything. My body says, no, thank you. So, um, it's better for me to wake up and go at it before my brain knows what's happening. You know, halfway through the run, <laughs> that... like, whoa, wait, <laughs> Where are we getting out here? What are we doing? It's like, shh. You only got three left, sister. You only got three left. So, you know, half half the time I'm maybe asleep. So it works out in my favor. That's, yeah. That's a sneaky (laughs) good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, My, I I get called out all the time. So the thing that I'm great at, Andrea, is I will change into running clothes at 7.45. I will make my way sometimes okay i'm just right this is example time for <laughs> okay. me and uh, on a good day uh-huh. i can be in my living room at 7 45 and running clothes but then 
I will just stand in like the <laughs> middle of my living room for 15 to 30 minutes occupying my brain with other things. Yeah. And then I do a really great job of like, oh, I wonder what Autumn's doing. And then I do 20 <laughs> minutes of that. And then at that point, my brain starts going, I don't want to do this, man. I just don't want to do the run thing. So then I find 15 more minutes of me falsely attempting to do warm ups because now right. I'm like, warming up. Warm up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that, yeah, I, uh, I like the, the concept of just tricking your brain, just put, insert yourself outside and like, yeah, all of a sudden, like, wait, where am I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's truly a testament to like discipline over motivation, you know, like none yes. of us, I think wake up and are like, yes, I yes. really want to do this today. Like it does happen sometimes, but like yes. more often than not, you're kind of overwhelmed by a plethora of other things. And you're like, I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. But just like discipline over motivation every time. Like, yes. Just, yeah. Yeah. Or, you or your brain will guilt you for the rest of the day. And you're like, ah, I don't really want to put up with myself all day. Yeah. If I don't it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's that for me, it's like, what motivates you? It's like, um, my own personal guilt conscious that will make me feel horrible all day like you shouldn't have skipped that you're yeah. going to you know yes. this is it like nothing's more actually efficient. gonna happen but it's like oh you're weak now <laughs> you know like, all this <laughs> like trying to feed me and so i'm like i just don't want to deal with that today i'm just gonna get up and get this done because i just know my inner me is going to beat me up if i don't so yeah, yeah. i'm kind of scared you're of my inner me you're having a deep, deep conversation with my self-conscious right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to ask, cause I'm sure that if this will be a question, everybody needs answered from you, but how long have you just been devouring entire watermelons seemingly? Yeah. When did this start? I have always, like, I grew up, my family still makes fun of me because of my obsession. Like, I've always been, like, a really, like, sweet tooth person. Like, I love yeah. candy. I love, like, sweets. I love desserts. Like, when people are like, oh, this is too much for me. I'm like, can it over. <laughs> like, I just, like, I, I don't understand that. Like, people are like, oh, I can't finish this. It's too much. I'm like, what? That's not even, like, a thing. Like, Pat, like, I'll eat it. So, anyway, um, yeah, I've always, I just have like a huge sweet tooth, but water, like I love fruit. I have always loved fruit, but watermelon's always been my jam. Like I just love watermelon. Um, and I was, I used to chop it up, you know, I used to be like dignified and you know, <laughs> chop it up into the squares and put it in the container. And it was like, I would eat it all. So it was like, what's the point? I'm going to, you know, cut out the middleman and um, so I just chop it in half. Mm -hmm. and um scoop it right out and it works out perfectly and um it's less work for me really yeah she's it's efficient with time i'm not cleaning extra yeah. dishes yeah yeah <laughs> makes yeah. perfect sense to me exactly exactly so it's fantastic and yeah so i've always been a watermelon fan and um when, when watermelon season is over it's it's a it's rough for me. I, I do. I do not like it when, and it's coming. It's like here, yes, you know, know. And yeah. me, all of a sudden those huge things of watermelon are just gone. It's like, mm -hmm. is there a pivot? <laughs> do you pivot to anything else or is it just sadness? You know, so winter fruit is like oh, apples, you know, there's oh, really okay. nothing that happens yeah. in around here except for apples, which I like apples. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of apples. I'm, 
I'm a, a nerd about apples. I have like, there's apples. I'm like, oh, I can't eat that. It's not, it's not, it's not a good apple. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm not an all accepting apple eater. I, I'm pretty particular. So, um, but yeah, I like all fruit really. Okay. I'm not a big fan of veggies, which is my struggle. I like veggies Likewise. that taste like fruit. <laughs> yes. Where the, are the, the sweet entire... veggies? Then give those to me. I will eat the pepper. <laughs> yes, it tastes sweet. Give me the carrots. They're sweet. And they're like, how about this broccoli? No, thank you. It's a little, it doesn't taste sweet enough for me. Can you put some sugar on that? No. I, I will tell You're you. You're speaking to Sean. Oh, so hard. And Sean so talked about those smoothies and veggies. I was like, no, I totally get it. Yeah. If somebody hit it in some sweet nectar of goodness, maybe I would eat more veggies too. See? Well, but... So, I yeah. mean, full, full honesty, every six months, I'll be like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to eat yes. a carrot. I'm going to eat a carrot. <laughs> I, start, I don't mind carrots, but yeah. You see, I start to eat it and the sweetness is at the start of the carrot. But the more you chew it, the more it just turns into like yeah. cardboard gotta, in my mouth. You got to get those baby carrots. Have you had you you to okay. steam them yeah. and cook them a different you way. You got to yeah. get baby carrots. Then you got goodness all around. Okay. I, the funny okay. thing is like my son... Um, I don't know how he ended up to be this weird, but like he, like when he's hungry for a snack, he like gets the bat, the baby, the bag of baby carrots. And he's just like, wow. Like, and I have to be like, dude, put them back. You're going to eat the entire, (laughs) you're going to turn orange because you're eating all of the carrots or I don't know. He just like snacks on the weirdest things. Like cucumber and i don't know he's good for like, him that is definitely you, a child yeah. <laughs> it is good for him i'm proud That's of him but... awkward problem to have yeah i know he likes vegetables so good luck with he that he just likes crunchy but... things really crunchy yeah, things yeah. and those veggies yeah. are very crunchy <laughs> yeah yeah he goes like fruits and veggies are his like so you know when you get a plate it's like he eats all of his fruits and veggies and then bread mm. And then the meat, like he's not a big meat person yeah, um, yeah. at Interesting. all. So, yeah. I've definitely moved away. Like I can't, if I eat meat like two or three days in a row, my stomach likes to be like, bro, this is not, <laughs> this is not where we live anymore, which makes me incredibly sad. I used to like, yeah. you know, I was definitely raised on like the chicken and uh, cube steak and hamburgers. And that was my life. Mm-hmm. But if I have like hamburgers two days in a row, my stomach is just super pissed, which is really a bummer. That is a bummer. Um, yeah. We do a lot of like different meats. Like we do like lamb and bison. If you've never had bison, it's delicious. I've had, yeah, I've had bison. <laughs> I have so surprisingly. Good. I've had uh, um, elk, elk too. We've had elk. Before. Oh yeah. I don't think I've had elk. Um, and we've done like lamb burgers, which is actually very good and like juicy. So we've kind of done some different meats other than or like different yeah. leaner lean meats and that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It makes me kind of sad. My stomach doesn't, yeah. uh, doesn't like everything anymore. <laughs> I um, know. Oh, yeah. I find oh. that every year I'm like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Nope. Yeah. I, I joked with somebody. Anymore. I, um, the, I hired this uh, girl on my team right out of college and I told her this thing and someone else on my team was like, dude, that's harsh. And I was like, I don't know. I'm just saying facts. Like I was like, enjoy the Taco Bell and the Arby's and all that stuff for now. Cause like 26 is going to show up and like punch you right in the face. Yeah. And then there's no more. Yeah. 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 I used to do like the Taco Bell big box and then your stomach says, Hey, this is, 
this is not fun for me anymore and I'm going to rebel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. That's that's always fun. Each year it's like a new discovery. What does my body hate this year? What can we (laughs) add to the list of things? So based on that, by the time we're like maybe 65, Andrea, we might be eating vegetables. Ooh, oh, that would be a bummer. That's, <laughs> that's the worst time to eat them. Lord, take me then. I'm eating veggies, not having delightful snacks at 65. No. That's the time no. when you don't need the veggies. Exactly. That's I'm going to live purely on like soda and candy. And chips. <laughs> exactly. Oreos yes. and whatnot. That's my yes. love language. Give Absolutely. me potato chips. Oh. <laughs> The, you have you've posted this meme I think like a dozen times, Blair. Of the um, the serving size on potato chips really is like twelve, like but you <laughs> ate twelve in the pantry trying to figure out if you wanted yes, to eat potato chips. Yes, yes. because I really like potatoes. <laughs> I, I like hate them when they all forms. Size, like popcorn. They're like one serving size, and I'm like, I hate doing math to figure out no. how many <laughs> what I'm eating in this one bag or whatever. Mm-hmm. So just, At this point. It's it just like your watermelon, Andrea. The bag yeah. is the serving, and that's yeah. where we are. Exactly. One thing of <laughs> chips is the serving. If it's not the full serving, I'm there. I, I don't want can't. it. Once it's opened, it's done. It's I opened a new bag. That's my serving. It's mine. That's the serving. <laughs> it's the serving for one adult. Twelve and children, could, one adult. They, they could even. They could even bring with that the updated nutritional value of like, this is 17,000% of your saturate. I wouldn't give a crap. I'd be no. like, okay. Yeah. Well, thanks. Oh, that's awesome. Interesting. Yeah. As I like, yeah. Um, Didn't even read the back. I'm an yeah, overachiever. Exactly. So let's go. Exactly. Oh my God. Um, so you have, correct me if I'm wrong, running since college or high school? Um, so neither. <laughs> I'm doing great after college. Yeah. So I actually played soccer um, up through uh, my university. Okay. I was a soccer player. Um, okay. I played for my university, um, which is what I had, like attribute some of my horrible habits is like, you know, you yeah. don't have drink breaks in soccer and you don't stretch <laughs> and we're yeah. like notorious for not stretching yeah um so anyway i will attribute all that um and my huge legs to that too but so i played soccer all through well as as soon as as far as i can remember like when i was a little kid all the way up through college um and then let's see my senior year of college it was like off season we were finished with um soccer and um my so i i worked at long john silvers um growing beautiful up. this is yeah. beautiful uh at high school and then i was really good friends with my manager as whatever and he was awesome and so anytime i went home over a college break or whatever <clears throat> he would like Fit, fit me in so I like Christmas break I could go work for two weeks and like still um yeah. earn money and all that kind of stuff so it was pretty fantastic but anyway um so we were like friends and he went on this kick like running and he stopped smoking and he did all these things and I was like over the summer I you know we would run together and I would encourage him and um, I was running for soccer I wasn't running to run anything right. um, but he was like Hey, we should run this half marathon in Lincoln, Nebraska, because I went to school in Nebraska. And, you know, 
this, that, and the other. And he was training for it. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I can run a half marathon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally. I'm a soccer player. We run. I can run a half marathon. It works. I know I can run five miles. So transitive Time, property. Yeah. I can run a half marathon. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it was horrible. It was so bad. Um, it wasn't horrible, like, time-wise. I think we got a little over two hours or so. But horrible in that I hated it. I hated yeah. it. I finished. Yeah. I couldn't walk for, like, a week. I had blisters everywhere. And I thought, I'm never going to do that again. That was the worst <laughs> right. of my life. Um, right. <clears throat> But then, um, just as time went, I mean, there's just, I, uh, then again, I, I didn't run for a long time. Um, and we just kind of moved to, to different places and, and that was kind of the one thing that I could do to just kind of, you can do anywhere, you know, you don't have to be a part of yep. a gym or whatever. So right. if you're feeling like you need to work out, um, <clears throat> you can. And so I would run on and off and not really train for anything. And then eventually one of my friends wanted to run a half. And so we, I, I trained for that one and that one went a lot better than the first one, <laughs> I was like, okay, that's great, but I wouldn't want to run anything further than that. Right. Um, and I kind of sat there and did a lot of five K's, um, not, not fast, um, by any stretch of the imagination, just around our area. And, um, I thought I was doing really, really well. Um, looking back, I'm like, Oh, Andrea, I thought you were so cute. <laughs> you're so precious. You're just precious, aren't you're you? Precious, Andrea. Um, yeah, look at you. But uh, I was doing a lot of like back in the day. I feel like I did more of like I ran maybe two, three days a week, and I but I also lifted every single day. Um, and I did like the beach body programs and that kind of thing. And um, I really liked doing that. But then I um, I signed up and did my first marathon. Um, out of nowhere, I was like, I need something new. You know what I mean? I need to challenge myself. And so my first marathon was a, a trail marathon. It was actually over 26 miles oh. and it was on a cattle trail. Oh, wow. You cross like four rivers. You go through a, like a, a lake that's up to your chest. Um, and the second or the last, like probably five miles is in sand. And um, <laughs> yeah, so I trained for that. That's a lot. That sounds so insane. I, I cried. I, I definitely cried during that race. Valid. Um, valid. Yeah. And I finished and I ended up getting second, the second female running that race. Wow. And I just remember I said, yeah, this is my first marathon. They said, you chose this as your first marathon. And I was like, I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. I don't know. Yeah. So did then, you also um, sign up for the Navy SEALs before you did this? I did, yes. Yeah. So actually, if you run it, you're just automatically okay. in. You okay. have to. Yeah. Right. No, okay. Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> so actually, one of my, um, one of my friends, um, Nick, who was my actually I taught him and he, you know, I just came really close with their family and, um, he was in, um, college at the time and he is crazy, like super crazy. And we would always compete like, Oh yeah, well I'm up to five miles. How many miles are you up to? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And just back and forth, back and forth. And so we had, and I said, you know what? I got the perfect race for you because <laughs> he's crazy. And I, and he goes, I'll do that race. If you do it with me, and I said, okay, I'll do it with you. That I think it'd be fun to do it together. Um, 
so we would, you know, banter back and forth. And, and he was like, okay, after we do this race, we're going to do this triathlon. I was like, I don't know how to swim. So we were like making these plans, to, like do this triathlon. Cause it was his last like to do before he graduated from college and that kind of thing. And so we were like getting all these things planned. So I'm like, I'm going to have to order like a swimsuit and like right. goggles. Like I don't have anything. <laughs> so we had all these like plans to go. And then, um, the, so the race was in April and we were kind of, you know, we just text back and forth. We probably talked every day, um, just about everything. And then that as well. And like, what are you doing? What have you been doing? And I'm like, I haven't done any biking or swimming. <laughs> I haven't done any running. I'm like, should we do like a, you know, tag team? You know, yeah. Anyway, so we were just kind of, yeah, just joking around about it, but we had signed up for this. Um, and, uh, then he passed away in November in a car accident. And, um, and I will, I will say I, so I ran that race for both of us and there was a lot of cool coincidences, um, mm -hmm. in the race and a lot of cool things that happened and I can go on and on and on, but I will say that was probably the turning point in my running career, mm -hmm. um, where I just kind of took up a different me. It took up a different meaning for me. Like I was no longer yeah. just kind of just running for fun. I was kind mm -hmm. of just so that's my whole Nick and me running for we, um, hashtag that I always put on all of my running, um, any, any post I put, um, is all about, you know, me trying to do him good, him yeah. honor, honor, um, yeah, honor as him. Well yeah. As yeah. myself. So there's a lot of times where I'm like, okay, he would just tell me to like fuck up or, okay. He would tell me to just why are you doing this? Like, that's crazy. You know? So there's right. been a lot of moments in, in my running career that, I've done that. I've done a lot of other races now for him. Um, and because of him, the Marine Marine Corps marathon ultra that I did by myself in my town of Wamigo. <laughs> and laugh later. No, I'm just kidding. But you know, a lot of those things I've dedicated to him and a lot of my running I've dedicated to him. And um, so that's kind of how things kind of transformed. That's kind of when I decided yeah. to take on a coach and and things kind of got a little bit more serious and and they've been. I would say decently serious since then. Uh, but yeah, yeah. 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 So not a runner all my life. In fact, I constantly tell my cross country kids, I'm like, dude, I got asked to be, you know, to do cross country for fun, you know, like to stay in shape for soccer. And I was like, mm -mm, no one's, no one's willingly getting me to run two miles <laughs> for fun. like for sport. That's not happening. Like, I'm not going to do that. So right. I, right. you know, I think what, what high schoolers are doing out there and, and middle school kids do out there just running is pretty cool. So it is, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. And how yeah. did you get into coaching? Have you always wanted to do coaching or just kind of the opportunity presented itself? Uh, how did I, how did this happen? <laughs> it's all know. a blur. It's all a blur. Um, you know, I do have a passion. I do have a huge passion for running and I love encouraging youth. Obviously I have yes, a passion for yeah. youth and, yeah. and, um, you know, big in our youth group and have always been, you know, teacher. And, um, so yeah, I do feel like I've, you know, I was like, oh, this is a great opportunity to, mm -hmm. you know, encourage this one thing that I think, as I told my kids, I said, whether you PR, whether you're the greatest runner in the world, what, whatever you end up getting from this season, you will walk away with some of the biggest mental tools that you'll need for the rest of your life. Like whether mm -hmm. you end up being the best runner in the world or the worst runner in the world, the things we're training for are beyond that. Like mm -hmm. it yeah. teaches you grit. It teaches you mental toughness. It teaches you all these other things that apply 
to so many other areas of your life that you can't really get anywhere else, you know? Um, And so, yeah, I, I hope that, you know, I think that's great. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, I, our youth definitely need that impact, you know, they really do. Yeah. Yeah. And so one, I, I think right when we first started talking about talking to you on the podcast, I, (laughs) I went way, 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 way all the way back. And, uh, I saw the Nick and me thing and thought, yeah, there's massive prominence to this thing. So thank you for sharing that. I think that's amazing. Um, And I also, I know that you probably know this, but I'm going to tell it to you anyways. Everything you were just saying that you tell your kids, like you're in that season, like what you were talking about earlier of like, this whole cycle has been super hard, but you're like, and I think everything you're thinking about doing when it comes to the race and it comes to kind of giving yourself a little bit of like time to step away from the full go Um, I think the next time that you decide to, you know, lace the shoes back up to start pushing yourself, you've got like an entire 2020, 2021 of huge mental inventory. That's I think going to make the next time that you decide to go for something going to, I think it's going to make you incredibly tough. And, Mm -hmm. um, as if you're not like supremely wonderful and badass enough, (laughs) I I think that that will just, you know, accelerate, but, um, yeah, the, the cross country thing is (laughs) I didn't want to run cross country either. So (laughs) I, I, yeah, my mom was just like, guess what? Bye. (laughs) Um, And you know, I've thought a lot about that too, of the stuff that it taught me. And I, I asked Jim this too, but and you've already kind of spoken to some of it, which is amazing, but like I was running cross country in like 99 to 2003. And that was a way different time. Like your coach wasn't sitting down with a group of 40 kids and being like, let's talk about the mental aspects of running. They were more so just like, you are eighth and we need points out of you or, um, you know, do better. And maybe not with a whole lot of reason behind how to achieve that. And I only had this realization. I told Blair this like four months ago or so of like the greatest way for me, because I was already the tall kid. So everyone would, you know, I would show up at a meet and people would think I was the one. And that was so far from the truth. I was like the 10. So I just kind of was like, I'm just going to be really bad at running so that no one pays attention to me. And that was kind of how I like circumnavigated teenage years. And I think to some extent, a large portion of even my newfound running life in my thirties of like, if I just don't set any real goals for myself, I'm going to be so good at not letting myself down. Um, but I think that's cool that you're having those conversations with your kids because, um, I think that, and I like, like, listen, I love, and I, I, I still want to reach out to him. He's in his eighties. Now he still runs. He was, he's this incredibly nice guy. And I like, I can't during COVID, there's no way I feel like I want to go see Joe. Cause that's right. not great. But I mean, he gave me running and whether he gave me all those other things or not, I learned a lot. And in a weird way, because I didn't really 
ask much of myself when I was running as a teenager. Now in my thirties, I'm thinking more about asking that from myself mm-hmm. because I'm, I did this thing, but I didn't really apply myself. And that coach was always like, look at this kid with his incredibly long legs. He's going to do amazing things. And I don't think he meant to apply pressure, but he always just was like, you could be so good. And to my response to that was always like, that does not hit me. Like (laughs) that's not positive for me. Um, so in a way coming back to it in my thirties was kind of me being like, I, left a big box unchecked and I didn't do any running really in my twenties. Cause I kind of had like angst towards myself of like, I probably should have tried at that thing that I didn't do. Um, yeah. so that's kind of what brought running back to me and like Blair, you know, creates a lot of my, you know, schedule to which I am constantly amending. Cause my life has been <laughs> a barrel roll. <laughs> that's recently. How, but that's how it's supposed to be. You just, yeah. But, now. um, Yeah. Like I told her, I was like, I'm actually interested in, you know, I've done a lot of mental work to be like, maybe you should just believe in the stuff you can do. And I definitely take, even on your worst days, like you posted yesterday and I still took tons away from that because the me of today, like right now, I don't really have that because I'm in a wonderful (laughs) downward spiral season of running for myself. But when I am ready to come back out of that, the things that you're talking about and your dedication, like you said, someone was like, do you want to run fewer days? And you were like, nah, I don't. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I mean, you do a lot of really great things just for me. I'm sure that, you know, a lot of other people comment on your posts, but I I really appreciate your honesty. And the stuff we've talked about here, the stuff that you post on IG, because there's huge lessons in all of that. So yeah. I think that that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, I try. <laughs> yeah. You do really I try. Well. I think even, that's yeah. the, like, even with yesterday, you know, I just, I, I, I feel like I didn't bomb it, but I just didn't, I mean, I just couldn't, like my body was just like, yeah. no like yeah and it yeah. really is frustrating when your body is telling you no and your mind is like yes no you need yes. to yeah you need to do this um yeah. and then what are the implications if i can't and all those things and I, it always yeah. goes i always go back to this one random like you know on instagram they have those with the words on it. it's not really a meme it's just like a color block with words on it you know yeah. quotes yeah. or whatever and it said the best runners are able to have a bad run and get over it and forget it and move on. Yeah. And I just keep thinking like that's easier said than done, but also that's just how it is. And that's a lot, you know, I tell my high schoolers like a bad run doesn't mean you're a bad runner, Mm -hmm. you know, a bad, whatever. It doesn't mean that you're out of shape. Um, It it means that your body said, no, thank you today. You know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And um, we don't get to, determine our body we don't get to tell our body yeah you know those things sometimes sometimes we have to just accept it and that's you know hard and both hopefully refreshing you know i I agree now yeah some days you're gonna go out and you're gonna feel like a million bucks Right. And the next day you're going to go out and you're going to feel like absolute trash mm-hmm. and that's running for you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best yeah. way to describe running. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. the ability to get back out there. Like, even though, yeah. you know, yesterday wasn't great, 
you'll still show yeah. up the next time, you know? Oh my like, gosh. Yeah. Training pregnant made me so oh. empathetic for, so what, when I was pregnant, I had like, I had to take like three, four weeks off. Cause I just injured my calf really bad. Um, and so I was on the bike and I biked for a really long time. And so then finally I got back to running and I, in that, you know, month of time I had put on weight and just sure. the difference in that amount of weight that I had put on, um, training was just so much. My legs were like, Whoa, lady, like, yeah. what the hell? you know, like type yeah. of thing. And, and training pregnant and just, and lugging that extra weight around and, and just all of that, like the lung capacity being compromised and all those things. It made me very empathetic to people that are just starting yeah. and having to oh, deal yeah. with those things because it would be so defeating because it does feel so uncomfortable and it does mm -hmm. not really feel great for most yeah. of the time. Um, and so I can see that it would be very hard to continue because mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like. Yeah. Goodness. Well, and like, <laughs> yeah, I was super guilty of, I've talked with a bunch of people on the podcast too, just about, and I've had friends that are, starting running and things like that. Yeah. And they just have expectations and we all create expectations, but I would go on when I first created my IG account, I'd be like, wow, this person's running like 12 miles at like an eight 30. So I guess that's my target, which that's right. hilarious. And, you know, I, I went out, we took um, two friends of ours just running around a track because they were like, I think my form sucks, which everyone's form is different. So like that's, yeah. you know, an entirely different conversation. But I was just like, you shouldn't be trying to hit a 1015. Right. You, you should just be trying to hit what feels comfortable and then you should yeah. let your body build from there. And I think that that just comes with a lot of, um, you know, <laughs> imposter syndrome to some extent of, I don't, I, I want to be a runner and I feel like running an 1134 or a 1215 doesn't make me that, which mm -hmm. like Blair, you spoke to that really well. Um, I think with even Kaylee of like a five hour or six hour marathoner is doing a More whole yep. different oh, set of things. Yep. That, so much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's incredibly valuable. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I just but, feel like, a lot of people, when they're first starting running, they're like, oh, I can't run. I can't do that. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. it's, and I'm like, it took me a really long time to, to nail the easy pace. Mm -hmm. But once you can yeah. figure out how to nail an easy pace, and I'm telling you, I, I, got, I for a while, I got on the treadmill and forced mm -hmm. my easy pace. That was what my coach told me to do. You're not running your easy pace. You need to run your easy pace. You need to get on the treadmill and set it at your easy pace and yeah. ride your easy pace until my body could kind of feel what that easy pace is because we have this inherent feeling that like, if I run slow, I'm slow. And if I yes. want to be an 830 runner, then I have to run 830s all the time. And, and the truth right. of the matter is like, that's exact opposite. And so I feel people like when they start running, they're like overwhelmed because they want to run really, really fast yes. all mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. And it's like, no, like you, the best part about running is the fact that you get to run easy all of the time, like right. most of the time. Right. And you just yeah. kind of chill in your comfort zone and whatever that looks like is fine. Um, and don't worry about that. And so that's really hard. That's a really hard concept. Mm -hmm. Even talking to my 
high schoolers. I'm like, you don't understand. You can't, you can't add pace and miles and all these things at once or right. that's you're injured. You have to add right. these all at different times in different ways and they look different and yeah. you, it's, it's a hard balance, but I think starting running and even when I was running, a lot of times I would look at each time and go, oh my gosh, I ran that really slow. That must, you yes. know, I must be getting slower. And it's like, no, your yes. body's yeah. tired because right. you continue to push it yeah. at a race pace when it's not needed to. So right. that has been a huge um, game changer in running. You know, I can enjoy running and run so much because most of my runs, nine, you know, 80% of what I do is... I'm two minutes slower than when I would race pace at, you know what I mean? So it's, right. and it's just, so people, I think yeah. get too caught up in that and that, that overwhelms them. It's like, no, just run really slow and just enjoy mm -hmm. it. And then mm -hmm. you'll, you'll ease into the rest of it, but that's yeah. hard to, it's hard to do. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's why like running is just a sport that we like continue to learn from yeah. like every day. It's just a learning process and, you know, yeah. like, the best piece of it is just honoring like what you learn and what your body feels like we yeah. getting better at listening to our body. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. My, um, yeah. our, my autumn and I sister-in-law right now, she hasn't run a marathon. She's training for a marathon. She's done oh, some wow. halves and I knew it was going to come. Like I didn't fully know, but there comes a point where, Marathon training is an insanely different animal from half marathon training where your easy runs are 10 or 12 and your long runs are 16. And she, she messaged autumn one day and was just like, my feet exploded and my legs hurt and I couldn't finish this 16 mile run. And I don't think I can do it. And I was just like, okay, here's the thing. You're now using your socks up twice as fast, your shoes up twice as fast. You're asking a lot more from your body. You're not necessarily chasing that with the recovery that you should be giving your body that it's used to in an entirely different way. So slow down, like you shouldn't be running a half marathon pace in an 18 mile training run for a marathon because that doesn't convert at all. Um, mm -hmm. And she went from like full, like full blown panic to like, Oh, right. <laughs> this is just a whole different animal that yeah. I haven't, you know, put in front of myself. So yeah. Yeah. Running is wildly educational in that way. <laughs> I know. And people are like, what? Like you, you know, you run that, you know, that pace or whatever. Cause one time I finished a half recently and I said, there's another lady around the town that was running that runs. And I see her in the mornings every once in a while and stuff like that. And I said, we should run. I got, you know, we can get together and run. Yeah, some morning. Yeah. She's like, no, you're way faster than me. And I was like, not really. I mean, I usually run like, you know, a nine minute pace, um, depending on how tired my legs are, nine fifteen yeah. to, <laughs> right. to you know, whatever pace, you know, most mornings she's like, What? And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. I don't run so, race pace all the time. <laughs> exactly. Not yeah. like, yeah. So anyway, yeah. it's just kind of one of those things that's just hard to I didn't even buy into it until you're like yeah you start seeing results when you do it and mm -hmm. um the gains that you have get is just it, it's crazy i mean i knocked so much time off my marathon and half marathon time and 
in not that much time, but just changing the way I trained. And so yeah. anyway, it's crazy. Yeah. 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 But, Very important. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. So, yeah. I want to, before we wrap everything up here, I yes. want to also talk to you just for a couple, right? Just a couple minutes. No big deal at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have gone to Haiti a couple times. Yes. Yeah. No? Okay. Yeah. I was like, I better not be wrong on two things. In the same <laughs> no, episode. you are a hundred percent right. Yeah. Um, I've so, been to Haiti three times. Yeah. And a whole slew of wonderful things have come out of that. So yes. do you want to talk about that a little bit? I'm not going to try and ask you like five questions at one time or anything. Just, yes. I know some wonderful things in your life have come out of all of that. So I will let yes. you talk about it. Yeah. So I have a huge passion for Haiti. Um, I just did a run actually for education in Haiti. Um, and we adopted our daughter from Haiti. So our daughter, um, she has been home for about four years. Um, our adoption process lasted about three and a half years. And so in those three and a half years, we um, spent um, two weeks initially in Haiti, um, then a week over Christmas, and then a week before we brought her home. So we spent um, a good amount of time there. Um, yeah. And in that time, we've just, and before that, just have a huge passion for um, the country itself. It's a gorgeous country and the people are fantastic, um, but just have a lot of corruption inside. And I'm sure you've heard yeah. in the news lately about, you know, just, you know, their president getting killed in his home in the middle of the night and then all the uproar with that. And then of course, then getting hit with a huge mm -hmm. hurricane that they, I don't even know if they still know yeah. the depths of the destruction there. But even when we were visiting four years ago, um, just the earthquake, how many years was that before that 10 years before that? I mean, they yeah. are, there's no, I mean, they're still rebuilding. Um, there's still a lot of just problems with that. And, Anyway, um, so we, uh, I, I have a huge passion for it. Um, and one of the biggest things with, you know, contributing to a, you know, a place like Haiti or um, those mission trip kind of things is that a lot of times we give money to American people to go over and mm -hmm. fix things mm -hmm. um, and make things better. And it truly hurts their economy and their environment as a whole. Okay. Um, and so, um, so basically w Americans are going over to these impoverished countries and we're giving free services instead of having these people go to other Haitians to get those services. So instead of having hiring a Haitian to dig a w well or whatever, we come over and we'll do it for you for free. Mm -hmm. And so basically, you know, we'll come over and be your doctor for free. So then the yeah. people that are trying to build an economy within their system, um, they can't because we're giving everything to them for free. So we think we're doing them yeah, good, but in the end we are hurting their environment and their, their infrastructure as a whole. Um, and so yeah, there's yeah. a couple um, companies um, that come from Haiti that hire women to like, so 
Um, and, and, um, I think they do a lot of sewing of like, I think nurse scrubs, mm-hmm. um, it's called, um, Zell Haiti, Z-E-L Haiti. Um, and just like, um, on my, the, the adoption agency that I went through, they hold a lot of like runs and that kind of stuff that goes to the actual people in Haiti. So like Benetti was adopted from a crash that was owned by a United people from the United States, but it's all ran and operated by people from Haiti. So they're Mm -hmm. actually like feeding into their economy. Okay. So anyway, one of the biggest things I want to say is when you're contributing to a mission trip or you're contributing to another country and you're giving money or whatever, um, I would make sure that it's going back to the people for a service, Mm -hmm. even if you have to pay like more money for the service um, and supplying them with that, then they're able to still build their economy to to build that up, if that makes sense. Yeah. Other than just yeah. like throwing money or throwing items at them and, and just giving it to them. Um, we're in turn, just like hurting that. Yeah. Society yeah. and that economy. So in, in a roundabout way, we're basically creating like hollow foundations for, exactly. you know, yeah. like that's, that's not how, a country like Haiti is sustainable. You don't just show up and create some hollow foundations and say, look what we did and then discover that those things aren't sustainable. And I mean, I think that there's been plenty of situations like that. And Haiti is just sadly one of the places that has seen a lot of that. And yeah, Yeah. everything you said, I think is a hundred percent right. And, um, yeah, I I know we've talked in the past about it, but um, we'll, yeah. we'll definitely talk more. And yeah, and you'll have to send over some, some things. yeah resources yeah. or whatnot so that we can kind of share yeah. them with the community. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to yeah, learn absolutely. more and know what is the best best use of you know donations. I think anybody would want yeah. to know like what's the it's hard we want to help, but like yeah. yeah, we don't know. Yeah. yeah, so I think people love to help, but it's like how can I help in the most beneficial way for everyone involved. So I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah. Well, I think that it's great, Andrea, that you have had experience there because I mean, I'm just thinking about it from a web perspective. And if I Google how to help Haiti, I'm going to just find a bunch of American resources because there aren't a whole lot of people in Haiti that have figured out how to out SEO American charities and all of that Mm -hmm. stuff. Right. Right. Um, so I think that it's absolutely an incredibly important thing for people to be a little more knowledgeable about that. And yeah, um, I definitely wanted to give you some time to talk about yeah, all of those Yeah, thank you very much. I think I they're awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah. 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 It's it's one of those countries that you're just like, you know, we would love to go back again. Um, I'd love to take my daughter back um, mm-hmm. and, and for her to experience it. I mean, she was there, but I don't know how much she remembers anymore. Um, right. Yeah. And so I'd love for her to go back, but it just is hard. It's, it's very hard to travel there. It's very unsafe. Um, yeah. And so, and they just keep getting, it just mm-hmm. seems like they can't catch a break is what mm-hmm. it feels like for their country yeah. and for them as a whole. And so we really try to support like their education because man, obviously I'm huge on education, but yeah. you know, education is huge. And, and that's a lot of their problems is people, 
deciding to do things or make movements based on not educated um, information right, for their right. country. And so it's led them into a lot of despair and, and hurt. Yeah. And um, so, you know, anything that we can do to kind of help bolster that and encourage those things is, is huge. So, yeah. 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 Well, thank That's you great. for, yeah. for informing. I think that yeah. that would be great for people to hear about. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you and I will definitely chat more yep. about it. I know that we've okay. talked about it and yeah. um, we'll make some, we'll make some plans to, okay. uh, to try and help out as much as mm-hmm. we can. Um, but yeah, I, I, Wanted to try and make sure we got that in. And yeah. I uh, I absolutely want to say that I know that we've been playing podcast tag here just a little bit. Um, <laughs> I know. But I'm glad I'm we're really finally happy. it. Yeah. Yay! Me <laughs> too. To I appreciate it. it so much. Yeah. And I think that there's so many things that you were able to speak on just in yes. the time we got to talk that'll yes. be really helpful for other people. So yeah. I appreciate that. And um, we're super glad that you get to be a part of our little pod fam. Yay! So. <laughs> like Andrew White here, lifelong listener. Um, <laughs> I just like to say. Uh, anyway, so I appreciate, thank you so much for letting me be a part of this. It is fantastic and I love listening to you guys. So this has been an honor for me. This too, has been so. really fun. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to uh, suggest to people that they find a room in their house to clean on a cord of your binge sessions. So <laughs> I, uh, the closet. I sure, right. Dude, you guys help me clean my closet. You <laughs> help me clean. I mean, there's so many times I was like, all right, I would like be working in my classroom and you just basically have to like destroy everything before you can build everything That's up. Right. Right. Put it on and just like get in the zone. Yeah. So yeah, you help me like make my classroom, clean out my closet. Awesome. You were You're welcome me. children. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all because of these guys yeah so yeah thank you very much (laughs) and uh yeah i i i know that you know all this stuff but i think that trust in the taper and see what comes out of it you have put tons of you know buckets of work into training for your marathon and i know tapers can you know be a surprise and yeah it might come down to like i'm just cheap and i already paid for it so (laughs) sometimes that's the reason i already paid for people my mom just cleaned the plate you always already played that's not how i grew up this is already taken care of we're going we're going right i will walk in if i have to but it's already paid for so i gotta get my shirt and i need to see the medal i need to see if there's like a prairie dog on fire or is it the actual prairie (laughs) It's not a prairie dog on fire. I don't want it. Like, let's no, I mean, that you throw that out there. I can't. I'm you have to see. You'll have to go look at the image. But I, I, there is an animal with flames. I hope that they on- pivot. If they haven't <laughs> done that, I hope they pivot. Like, like running fast with fire behind. That would be I, pretty awesome. I'm really, really serious. I feel like no. that's. But again, I don't. I'm a Floridian, so I could be <laughs> interpreting this really wrong. <laughs> I like it. I hope um, that's exactly so yeah, what it is. I will do it. Oh, just I think to it's a rabbit. Home. <laughs> oh, that's not as cool. It's not as cool. <laughs> oh, I don't even want it now. They need Whatever. to pivot. I know they've invested in these medals, but pivot. Well, I don't know if it's actually the medal. It's just like the image on the website. So okay. I'm still I'm still looking quite forward to the medal. Yeah, I'm fairly bad with my medals. I. I <laughs> 
I'm like the person that throws them in a box. So I'm, Oh I'm, yeah. I was that person I'm, too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I finally got a, a metal hanger and I have, yep. you know, like, and, and my son has now taken it upon him to jingle them. Yes. Hands of course. There, yeah. And they make all this noise. So now I think that I'll never be able to take that down because mm-hmm. it has probably 75,000 right. dents back behind it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds right. right. Usually just give them to my kids. I'm like, here you go. They love you, it. So. Great job cleaning your room. Great job putting your toys away. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, thank you very much. I know I just yeah. keep going no. on different tangents. You're, you're, you're talking to two people you're who don't know to how the to right end people. things. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 12 hours later. And now we're going to wrap it up for the third time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, no, oh. that's like, that is small town, like Midwestern goodbye. We're like, well, and yes. then you like, you know, get up yes. and you talk all the way out to your car. And then you're like, well, I guess. And then you like sit in your car and you're still talking. And then you're like, okay, well, I see you later. And you get in and you roll the window down. You know, like that's your goodbye. Oh, you get, I must be oh. a Midwestern yeah, at heart. That's a, that's oh, yeah. a Midwestern goodbye. Yeah. Uh, Autumn Autumn knows when I say goodbye to my parents that it's still 30 minutes. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So you just move on this way, except for we we also have the extreme cold and hot here. So I want to, I want to run the good life half Z. I want to do that It is so good. I really do. I really, really do. It's so fun. It's it's super fun, like energy wise. Yeah. And it's just a really good race. They look like they do a fantastic job with it. Yeah. It's actually on like, it's like probably one of only three races I have on a bucket list. Like I found their Instagram once and I was like, this looks so amazing. It is. Um, It's so fun. If you do it, let me know and I'll meet you up there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, run plan scheduled. Have a great fall marathon. Good luck with everything. We are going to literally wrap this up, everybody. (laughs) Okay, everyone. So you're welcome. All right, Until next yes. time, thanks again. Thank you. Yeah.